TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Uh, we are joined now by Amherst Town Supervisor Brian Culpa. Brian, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Good morning, or good afternoon almost, Joe. How yeah, are you? Dep- it depends when you woke up, I guess. Uh, um <laughs> We uh we are following up on the news that there are 52 migrant children and their parents not residing in an Amherst hotel. What can you tell us? Uh, that's my understanding as well. Uh, we knew, you know, that there was a strong likelihood that at some point um, some of the people who were in Western New York would be um, displaced to Amherst. Uh, you know, wanted to make sure that we had a good handle on the situation before that happened. And I think there were a lot of people in Western New York who were trying to jump the gun early. Um, So, you know, at some point, uh, you know, at some point, yeah, residents move into that that hotel. And, um, you know, I think that we're in in a pretty good spot now as far as the town goes and hopefully the school district to, to, to deal with the situation at hand. Um, but, uh, you know, it's been really a sort of a test of patience, uh, and a little bit of a, um, test of anger management (laughs) over the past week. Um, as, uh, as everybody just kept trying to dump their narrative onto us. So, so who, Does the town have a say in this, or is this the state? Is this the county? Really, who is who put the migrants in Amherst? I guess is the way I want I want to phrase that. Well, I think you know the the county certainly wasn't closed doors to to um, asylum seekers coming to Western New York, Um, New York City itself, and uh, and its affiliated um, agencies are the ones who are responsible for renting hotels and accommodating the people, which is outrageous to me. The idea that even as big as New York city is to have a municipality have to figure out how to house, um, this influx of people across the federal borders is insane. This is a failing of the federal government. You, you know, Amherst now taking these on. We know the National Guard is there. Is the Amherst police being used at all for security? Look, you know, a lot has been um, a lot of storylines came out of the, the first efforts um, uh, having to do with with the asylum seekers and, and some some storylines that went awry early on. Um, for us, uh, you know, it's we're a big, sophisticated town. A um, hundred, hundred and some people aren't 
going to necessarily move a needle on uh, the way we approach. Um, you could have that hotel populated by any number of people who have rented it over the years, and we would have seen worse problems um, in some of our hotels than we expect with this group. Um, the bottom line is uh, it's really troubling because, you know, all along um, what's happened is, you know, both the left and the right have kind of commoditized uh, these people, um, some of whom are here on legitimate asylum, um, you know, and have a right to asylum, you know, afforded to them. But, you know, the, the government's just not done a great job. So for me, I feel like we have to be compassionate towards people who are here. Um, kids, I mean, you know, for those of us with kids, uh, kids have been displaced. It's, it's not their call as to whether or not they went somewhere or, you know, it's not necessarily up to them to figure out what's happening next. They have a right to just be kids. And so, you know, our hope is that now, you know, all the conversation about it can just, you know, sort of turn, tune down and we can just get on with, you know, the, the, the business of making sure that kids have a safe environment and the ability to be children. And to that point, uh, we understand that they will be going to the Sweet Home School District. Have you been in contact with them? Are they prepared uh, for the additional students? Yeah. You know, New York State um, via New York City really steps up um, to ensure the school district has the resources it needs to deal with the influx. But again, you're not talking about a huge quantity. Amherst is a town of 130,000 people. Um, this is a really small number. This is we we have this many people that get displaced into Amherst via social services or women and protective or women and children's protective services. You know, on a on a regular basis. This isn't anything new for us, um, and, and I suspect not that new for the school district. I, I, this might be a question more for uh, for the state or maybe the county, but we, we realize that the National Guard is outside the hotel. I, I mean, is this a temporary? Is this a permanent? I mean, the students will be going to Sweet Home. Do, do you know the next move, if there is a next move? Like, what's, what's the next six months look like for this situation in the town of Amherst? Well, I mean, there's a lot of agencies and a lot of not-for-profits that are working to try to get the asylum seekers, the resources they need to, you know, be, have their cases heard and, and have decisions made about their future. Right now, that's way too slow of a process. You know, this is something that, you know, if you're going to, um, as a, again, this is one of those scenarios, there's, there's one government who can deal with this stuff appropriately and that government needs to act. And that's the federal level, right? So, yeah, as municipalities, can we make sure that people are safe? Yeah, absolutely. Um, should it be on municipalities to do that? No, absolutely not. Um, as municipalities, can we ensure that um, that people who arrive in our municipality, whether it's uh, this group or any other group, um, you know, are 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 uh, are are good residents and, and good citizens within the within the municipality when they come here. Um, we can, you know, that's our responsibility is to is to police our municipality. 
Um, but, you know, in terms of the, the people themselves, I mean, there's, there's only one government who can deal with, you know, whether or not the people are going to be, you know, offered permanent asylum or, you know, and, and, and you know, that seems to me that that, that government ought to be acting without a lot of delay. I've got two more questions on this topic. Uh, the the first one is: Will Amherst be uh, is Amherst expecting any more migrants, and who's communicating this—the county or the state? Well, I I don't know. Um, you know, it, it's it's interesting. Um, early on, you know, the county was trying to, to communicate, um, but the conversation's really up to New York City. To be honest, all of this is left at the city's hands. Um, we have uh, wonderful partners in the gov- governor's office who have been able to try to keep us up to date um, better than uh, better than we have been um, early on. They've um, you know they've really stepped up. Although you know it's a it's a New York City issue, so um, the mayor's office has been in contact with me recently. I would suspect that um, I would suspect that it would come from them. I will say, you know, we have a we have a number of people in in in, um, in Amherst who have been here. You know, either Ukrainian, you know, refugees from the war, um, people who have been displaced and offered assistance by some of our not for profits. Um, you know, that that's been the case for as long as I've been in office. The what we haven't had is we haven't had like a concentration of focus or spotlight or media attention. Um, And that's the thing that for me just needs to start dissipating. It's not that many people will deal with it in Amherst. You know, at the end of the day, no municipality went looking for this. Um, I would, I argue along with a lot of my partners in government that municipalities shouldn't be dealing with this by ourselves. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I suspect this will be kind of where we end with it. And uh, all right, that is my last question on that. I do have something, and, and I'm sorry I didn't run this by you, but this was a few weeks ago uh, when it comes to the Boulevard Mall that Jason. That, All right, great. <laughs> I was gonna say, can we get back to talk about Costco? No. <laughs> uh, J.C. Penney at the Boulevard Mall is pushing back with legal action against the um, imminent domain request. Is there any development in that? They filed a really poorly worded argument the day it was the, the, at the nth hour of the deadline. Uh, they've only communicated to me that they would like to have a presence on site, although I think in their heart or in their minds, they know that their store is overbuilt for the amount of service they have. Um, so, you know, I've been saying right along, we wanted to work with Macy's and Penny's to see if there was a, a place for them in the redevelopment. I think this is just an action to ensure that we keep working with them. But I could be wrong. I, I, at the moment, though, it, it appears to be the case. And any communication they've had with me directly is that's that seems to be the case. Any other development with uh, where we go next uh, on the Boulevard Mall? We know Eastern Hills is uh, starting their development uh, in 2024. How far along will uh, the Boulevard be after that for their next phase? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the, the Boulevard Mall has benefit of um, of having its uh, its sewer and its, some of those things. Um, 
not that far off. Uh, but similar to Eastern Hills Mall, there's a lot of off-site utility work that's going to have to be done in order to support the development. Um, the Boulevard Mall is a little bit behind because um, the Eastern Hills Mall is owned by a single developer uh, who has a development plan. And the Boulevard Mall, the municipality, um, through the urban renewal plan, is really building the plan. And there's multiple developers. Um, so, you know, my guess is uh, still demolition in the spring um, and summer. It's a big demolition project. And then, um, you know, turning that into, um, you know, a, a, an RFP process or a redevelopment plan uh, through the rest of uh, through the rest of 24 and heading into 25 with a hope of uh, shovels in the ground the other way. Hey, uh, Amherst uh, Town Supervisor Brian Cope. Brian, appreciate you joining us as this um, migrant situation develops throughout the week. Uh, we really appreciate having you on. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that there's not a lot more development to it, that things can just, you know, simmer down now and, and we can get to business as usual. But we'll see. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.